was packed on TV. Oh shit, looks like John Wick, Bill and Ted, just Ted, Neo from the Matrix, who's that? Keanu Reeves. Hello and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland Season 5, Episode 4, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. What's up, dudes? I'm your co-host, Jaystus. Damn it, you totally destroyed me. I was just going. Uh, I was going pretty subtle there. You know, how hard it is starting this off without without knowing the bits you guys are gonna do. So <laughs> I just come in here, super vanilla, and you guys come in with that heat. Like I'm, I'm yeah, gonna do one but more. most of the time I make yeah. an ass of myself. I'm gonna do one more pass. One more pass. No, 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 no. I no, dude, no. vanilla okay. has way more flavor in it than anything any peasant ever ate in the 1800s. So you're cool. I'm your co-host Denali. What's up, guys? Whoa! Ready to have a tubular time on the GBGB's podcast? Most bodacious. <laughs> That's the thing I love about these these dudes' voices is like they will will do the total surfer thing, but then have just an incredible vocabulary. Yeah, they say most all the time, also, which is hilarious. <laughs> they say like heinous, most, most heinous. Yeah. Oh, that was most heinous. Well, this is our uh, fifth, fourth? This is our fourth episode in our Keanu Reeves season. We're almost halfway through Keanu's kitchen, and, uh, and we're loving it, TM. Um, you know, we've, we've gone through various phases of his career so far, and right now, I think this is, would you say, is this the earliest we've gone so far in, uh, in, our, in Keanu's kitchen? I've got his baby Keanu's photos kitchen. on my fridge, bro. Keanu's Kitchen, yeah, we did one from like 2007 or 9 or something, and then we did The Matrix, which is 1999. Right, 14 to 2014, 47 Ronin. Oh, yeah, 1999, yeah. Matrix, and then of course, the most recent, his most recent release. This uh, is 1988. Also, the most newest movie we watched, based on the story. What? What? It For, goes to the time. future! <laughs> I don't know if this is more farther in the future than The Matrix. Yeah. Oh. Matrix is thousands of years. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the actual Matrix can. So let me think. So 2680, it's so a 700 years. I think Matrix is what, like a thousand, couple thousand and years? And 47 Ronin is set like way back. Oh, fuck. Oh, so this is like. This is kind of wild. Damn, oh, Keanu's God. got range. Great. Great range uh, in this one exact He's specific got way. Most great range. It's got great time range. The most important part of an actor. He can do any period. Um, and, and speaking of, uh, Even fifth, fifth, fifth period, a high school movie. I just made a joke I about, okay. Like I didn't understand. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so Crickets. going, in, going into, uh, this movie, this is one that I've seen, you know, dozens of times, Ryan, I think for you as well. Uh, Jace, this was your first crack at Bill and Ted, right? Most first time ever. <laughs> As they say, uh, so you know, before we get into our reviews, I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, see what you guys know just culturally about Bill and Ted. Mm. It's such a, a big please do a quiz. The, please do a quiz. You know, a big part of the zeitgeist because everything that Keanu does, it, it kind of seems like it becomes part of the culture with like Matrix and John Wick. It just kind of influences movies so much. Like this one influenced slacker culture. Um, so I've prepared uh, a bit of a, a game show for you two, uh, a quizzical of sorts. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch you guys against each other once more. 
um, and to see who knows the most or who can intuit the best for Bill and Ted. So, uh, but between you two, what's what's our win rate right now? Are, are you guys about even? I think we're even. Are we two and two? I think we're even. Because Jace gets a lot of help. I'll I'll put this just by like the. He does not. Off. Jace wins everything on his own. Ryan, how dare you? I need okay. the help, dude. I did say when when the rules yeah. help Jace, they help him a lot. There's no favoritism from the judges. We've already been through this. I've, I have a completely transparent process. I put everything on the table. We're going to go through the ultimate, most excellent Bill and Ted's quiz. There's 10 questions here, and we're going to do whoever gets the most. 10 questions. Let's do it. Yeah. Who, whoever gets the most right is the winner. At least it's not 75 quizzes. candy questions. <laughs> hey, I took a long time making up all those fake candies for, for what? Halloween? Was it Halloween? Yeah. Go back and listen to my fake candies, guys. Most um, delicious. Oh. So, dude, first. So first question. Okay, this is for one point. In the original script, the time machine was not a phone booth. What was it? A, a DeLorean. B, a bathtub. C, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Weenie Mobile. Excuse me. Or D, a 1969 Chevy van. I'm going to have Jace answer this one first. And no cheating. You know, gotta keep um, think of the answer in your head and say it out loud. This is honor system, guys. I didn't know what three of those words were, so I'm gonna go with DeLorean. Alrighty, and Ryan? Uh the answer is the van. Uh that is correct. Ryan is right. It is D, a 1969 Chevy van. Uh the filmmakers thought it was too similar to Back to the Future, so they changed it to a phone booth, and they admitted later they didn't know what Doctor Who was, which uses a police telephone box for his time machine. Um all right, question two. We are one zero Ryan. In addition to the actual San Dimas, California, most of this movie was filmed where? A Vancouver, BC, B Dayton, Ohio, C London, England, or D Phoenix, Arizona. Ryan, I'll have you answer this first. Phoenix, Arizona, because it looks exactly like L.A. You don't want to help out Jace here, given your reasoning. Oh, oh man, it's either, it's either Dayton, Ohio or Phoenix, but I'm, gonna, I'm on the edge. I'm going to go Phoenix. I'm just trying to give you a little, little tip here, Ryan. You know, you're, you're facing against <laughs> a, an equal champion here. Jace? Canada's so foreign, dude. <laughs> I want to go there. Canada, final answer. So it is, um, it, it it is Phoenix, Arizona, Jace. But you are you you are not wrong. Um, Radical. For thinking it's, it's Canada because you know Keanu is from Canada. So I'm going to give you a half a point for that one. Um, um, Ryan does get another a point for winning this, however. So we're at not- uh two points and then a point five for Jace at the moment. So okay, question three. Before casting legendary comedian George Carlin in the role of Rufus, they were originally considering which famous actor? A Sean Connery. B. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Do <C>. her voice. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Is that a Meryl Streep? Uh, C. Um. Um. Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> you talking to me? I'm Robert De Niro. Or D. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, between between those four, uh, Jace. Dude, I had the most totally radical crush on Cindy Crawford when I was in high school, dude. So I'm going to go with yeah. her. <laughs> um, I suppose the next closest would be Meryl Streep, I, I suppose. So I'll have your answer is B. Uh, Ryan? Uh, I, I'm pretty darn sure the answer is Sean Connery. 
Yeah, so Ryan is technically correct with Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, Jace, uh, technically, was that... Uh, <laughs> Was that the, hold on when you say yeah. technically you yeah. mean actually <laughs> yeah you I guess mean like I knew the answer and that was the answer you had planned <laughs> well technically it was actually uh, Sean Connery uh, however Cindy Crawford was a total babe Jason you're gonna get total another babe dude ha <laughs> righteous okay so um Ryan's I got coming I don't know why yeah. Ryan's got three points Jace has one point at the moment um barely trailing behind he still has a chance to win this. So for question four, this one is, is the closest guess wins, okay? A little bit more of an open season here. The characters in Bill and Ted say dude blank many times. Um, so, okay, right now, just think of a number in your head right now. We're going to use the honor system. We're going to be like Keanu Reeves and do this thing proper, okay? You, got, you guys got a number in your head? 69, 69 dude! <laughs> God damn it. How did I not see this coming? <laughs> okay, what have you seen? Oh, fuck, okay. Is that your final answers? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, the, the correct answer is 70. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's... it's. So, um, you guys both get a point. Ryan's got four. Jace's got two. Next one. The closest guest wins again. The characters in Bill and Ted say excellent blank many times now i want you guys to think of a number really hard now okay really think about how many times they say excellent in this movie so uh i, I guess ryan what what's your guess for how many times they say excellent 143 143 jace what is your guess 69 twice dude <laughs> Uh, Jace, you, you are technically closer. Uh, it, it is it's it's thirty times they say excellent in the movie. What? Jace, you you do get that point. Why did I guess uh, one hundred and forty? That's so many. That's so many times, dog. That's, that's like what? that's like a, a, a time a minute. <laughs> yeah, one each minute for both of them. Somebody help me. Well, yeah, maybe that's thought. Maybe yeah, I thought it was like a. Uh, like that's a why I said sixty nine twice. Yeah, Which, it was, yeah, it was a fair that? guess. Honestly, the first 69 guess was almost a perfect win. So it was it was a fair gambit. Um, so we're at, what, 4-3? Four, 4-3, three? Four, three, Ryan. Yeah, it's unexpectedly close. Question six. The S in Bill S. Preston stands for what? A, Sanctimonious. B, Solomon. C, Stanley. Or D, nothing, it's just S. Uh, Jace, I'll have you answer this one first. Oh, no, think long and hard about this one. Yeah, this is really this. If you think hard about this enough, you're going to be able to come up with the answer. Yeah, <laughs> really dig deep. This is deep lore. Not a lot of people know this about Bill and Ted. This is deep Bill and Ted lore. Well, I think it stands for stupendous, but that wasn't on the list. So I'm going to have to go with nothing. <laughs> All right. That's really not a great tactic there. Jace. It was it's perfectly valid. He's doing fine with that tactic, Ryan. And and just watch your mouth. I'm gonna deduct some points. All right. Ryan, what is your guess? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the answer is Stanley. That's the only normal name. Okay, Ryan, like I guess if we're like playing strictly by the rules, it is Stanley. So I'm I'm gonna I have no choice but to give you this point. Dang! Um, yeah, Jace, I'm gonna give you a half a point though, just because you you captured the spirit, I think, of Bill. So we right now we're sitting at uh five and three point five, very close. Oh, um, question seven: True or false? 
The Neapolitan Sunday eaten by Napoleon in Ziggy Piggy was in fact historically named after Napoleon. Uh, who went first last time? Was it Jason first? So Ryan, I'll have you answer this one first. True or I false? I think it's named after Naples, not him. Like Naples, uh, like the city. So I'm going to go false. Jace? One second, Mr. Test Proctor, dude. That was good. That what? was actually, that, that was their best accent. That's a good take, yeah. Hey, Ryan, can I cheat off you for a second? I don't know if it's true or false, dude. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a pineapple. Yeah, get it with pineapple. I love, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Sh what should I say? I, you say? I can? Yeah. No, I don't care. Yeah, just a large drink. Man, Mr. Just, you, don't, you don't have to ask, dude. If I go first, you don't have to ask. Yeah. You can just listen to what I say. Mr. Test Proctor, dude. All right, one second. One of my stupid kids. Just, yeah, 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 Jace. I'm going to go with false. False. Okay. Um, great. That is false. It did originate in Naples, Italy. But as a bonus question, this is going to be worth two points. Uh, did the real Napoleon eat this Sunday while he was alive? True or false? Uh, Jace, I'll have you answer this one first. Jace, if you want, I can go first. Who? Ups, up. It, this is. Hang on, sir. Sir, hang on. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm gonna order this. If you want, I could. Yeah. I'll. Did the real uh, Napoleon eat this Neapolitan Sunday through any, at any point in his lifetime? Um. Is Mr. Napoleon from Nipples? <laughs> it's a fifty. It's. <laughs> Because if it's he a, was, he might have eaten it. It's a 50-50 shot. I'll give you a hint. He's from France. That does not get a message. <laughs> Just please, for the love of God, answer this. I think the answer is true. True. Okay, true. Ryan? Yeah, I think it's true. You think it's true? Okay. Ice cream and shake. Because he said la grasse. Yeah, that's true. Wow, damn, you got that. So, yeah, it is, it is true. Uh, it, he, he was actually documented as being fond of Neapolitan ice cream, uh, despite, you know, his, the name similarity. So, mm. you both get two points. Uh, Ryan, what do you, oh, fuck, what are you at now? Like, uh, 8.8? Uh, I, I don't know. You got 8? Jace? I think you're at, yeah, you're at 7. Jace is at 5.5. All right. Okay, we're getting, we're getting close to the wire here, okay? We better get, we better get a winner soon. As a yeah, matter of fact, better. these next points, okay, so these next questions are worth five points each, all right? Wow, so it's like the first so, questions. So, hey, 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 all right, hey, wait, watch your mouth, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna deduct points if we have any more trouble amongst our contestants, all right? Uh, several actors, question eight, several actors auditioned for the role of Keanu's companion, Bill, including which of the following? A, Michael J. Fox, B, Leonardo DiCaprio, Whoa. C, River Phoenix, or D, Carrot Top? Ryan? I don't think any of them would do it except for Carrot Top. That would have been so good. <laughs> that would <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, yeah. I'm going to guess Carrot Top. Carrot Top, okay. Jace? Um, now think hard about this. This is another one that you can deduce by thinking yeah. really hard mm -hmm. about it. It's, it's all, the answers are all right in front of you. No, stop. Stop no. making the... No, no. B! Okay. <laughs> okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, you were unfortunately both wrong. Um, it was River Phoenix who auditioned uh, for Bill. Later on, River Phoenix does star with Keanu Reeves in various movies, including uh, My Own Private Idaho. 
Number nine. The original script included other famous historical figures, including which of the following? All right. A, King Darius the Great of the Achaemenid Persian Empire. Uh, B, Babe Ruth. C, Mahatma Gandhi. Or D, Elvis Presley. Uh, Jace, I'm going to have you answer this first. Easy peasy. Babes. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, that, that is, unfortunately, one of the answers. Uh, oh, darn. <laughs> Babes <laughs> Ruth. Okay, yeah. She's it, my okay. friend. <laughs> so fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> my babe my babe Ruth. <laughs> I'm losing uh, so much steam. Yeah, <laughs> this is hurting I'm, I'm my brain. Gonna, gonna, I'm, hard, gonna, yeah. I'm also gonna choose Babe Ruth. Uh, the answer is Babe Ruth. A bit of a strange pick, right, for, for a historical figure out of all of them. Huh. But uh yeah, Babe Ruth. You both got five. Uh, what are you guys at now? Jesus, a five for twelve for Ryan and uh ten point five for Jace. I would like now to this... elect to only get one point four points, sir. What? What? One point four? What? Yes. <laughs> Most bodaciously. Okay. Jace, that's a really good idea, Jace. I mean, it's a really great idea. Five points is too many, Next but if you give me no, one point okay. four, I'll have six point nine. No, no Jace, we're not doing that. Okay. Please. No. Let's just uh, let, let, let's, let's, let's let him do it. He put a lot of work into this. I, I did put a lot of... Thank you, Ryan. I'm going to deduct a point from you, Ryan, though, however, for, for instigating. So Ryan now is at 11. Jace is at 10.5. <laughs> the final question, question 10, is going to be worth 100 points. You know, okay. at the beginning of this, this thing, is, you, this said, you, you said, like, the scores. This is the buzzer. So, like, do you want to make it 10 points, Ryan? That Jace, like, legitimately beats me half the time. <laughs> In addition to a cartoon spinoff in the 90s, Bill and Ted also had their own breakfast cereal. What was the breakfast cereal called? A. Party on Pebbles. B. Bill and Ted-O's. C. Bill and Ted's Excellent Cereal. Or D. Bill and Ted's Most Bodacious and Nutritious Cereal Bites. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to have you answer this first. I'll go, I'll go with A. Jace? I think C. Like, see you at the finish line, loser. I think he's right, and I, I, I hate the world. JC, you are right. And, and one of the biggest blowouts we have ever oh seen God. in the history of Good Boys Gone Bland. I hate it. I hate it so much. You win with an unprecedented 107.5, I believe. I, I can't even see. The counter, it was made for two digits. It broke the counter. Ryan left in the dust with 10 points. How does it feel, Jace? Most bodacious, bro. <laughs> uh, your um, prize? <clears throat> excuse is, me. Um, Sorry. One second. Oh, yeah. um, that was acting. Thank you very much. Um, I knew oh, all wow, the answers. Original... I knew all the answers the whole time. Accent. And um, <laughs> yes. I will graciously accept this award. Ryan, you, you stinky, stinky you... doo-doo. Congratulations. Yeah, well, Congratulations, the... Jace. I'm, I'm the governor from 2004 of San Dimas. I wanted to personally congratulate you for winning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Meryl Streep, I'm sorry, but I really enjoyed your performance in Devil Wears Prada, my personal favorite movie. Meryl, please. Do you have anything to say as a consolation?
<laughs> Please. I'm such a fan. <laughs> Perhaps a movie quote. Just give me something. I'm Mr. Olympia. I came I drove out here in my tiny car. It's tiny for me. My hands can't even fit around the steering wheel. Oh, I'm Meryl Streep. <laughs> I regret this it's interaction. Nice to you. <laughs> How did I not also see the coming? <laughs> oh. oh, congratulations, guys. Um, Ryan, what better luck next time. It took me. It took me a minute. You know? <laughs> uh, so, in, in case you guys haven't noticed, uh, this is our Bill and Ted episode. Yeah, Classic. if you haven't noticed yeah. and you haven't seen the movie, you're probably extremely confused. Go see Bill and Ted's. Fuck, come back to this episode. Hit pause yeah. right now. It's Please. like 90 minutes. And then just come back and listen and, and, and you know, debrief with us. I like to imagine that um, they're in, in, in the kitchen. There's one of the really long or really long, really tall cabinets. And yeah. like, uh, you know, I opened it up thinking it was a dry pantry and there was going to be cereal in there. And then, you know, a whole set of band equipment fell out. Yeah. And we just have to play it in the kitchen. I, I wish I could go back to Jace's position, mm-hmm. you know, this weekend and not having seen this, these movies because they were a revelation for me. I remember I was a kid. I was like literally probably seven or eight years old when I saw these movies. Yeah. And I had a cousin who was a teenager who came up and visited and stayed with us and showed them to me. And he talked like Bill and Ted because he's from California <laughs> and he's like that age and he's, you know, yeah. he thinks that's cool. So I would, I started saying bogus after my cousin <laughs> left and my, my, I was playing video games with my neighbors and I lost. And I was like, oh, that's bogus. And my neighbor's like, why did you say that? <laughs> you don't <laughs> talk like that. I remember him just being like, yeah. don't, uh-uh. <laughs> Straight up. One of my, uh. One of my good friends from college, who is one of my roommates, his name's Josh. He's from Southern California. Uh, shout out to Josh if you're listening. Hey, Dub, uh, what up? When I first met him, he had a very what I what I thought was a very Southern California accent. Like I thought he it was so obviously Ted. And then I I, I was talking to him one day, and I brought up Bill and Ted because I was like, it's so obvious to me that he's seen this movie, and he's like, what's Bill and Ted, dude? And then we, <laughs> that was like a mind blowing moment. Um, and seeing him connect with the first one was, was a, a memory I hold dear to me. <laughs> it was like so, showing someone a piece of their own SoCal culture. Um, but yeah, like, I guess we could just get into it, right? Like we can probably just get into, okay, get into funny, our, There's some funny topics yeah. I think that could be had. Let's do it. I think I got the synopsis this week. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. started off 47 Ronin. I think you have next week too. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, Ryan. We'll see what we get. Okay, synopsis time. For those of you uh, who haven't seen this in a while or haven't seen it, please go see this movie. In 1988, San Dimas, two goofball slacker dudes by the name of Bill and Ted are confronted with an ultimatum. Pass their history final or Ted will be shipped off to military school in Alaska. In Alaska! <laughs> a horrific fate. Uh, This would, of course, dash their dreams of forming their dream band, the Wild Stallions. They then meet Rufus, a smooth-talking time traveler who comes from a utopian future where the music of the Wild Stallions have brought intergalactic peace. Bill and Ted are given access to the time machine to help pass their history exam. 
Hijinks ensue as Bill and Ted kidnap various historical figures and bring them back to present-day San Dimas to create the ultimate history presentation. And that's that's Bill and Ted's great, adventure. dude. That's a really awesome. That's an elevator pitch right there. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, did you read that off the internet or did you write that? I want to um, know. I wrote it on the internet and I'm uh-huh. reading it. So that's uh-huh. uh, both. You wrote it on the. I, I, I uh-huh. do Google Docs. So it's technically true. I. Oh, okay. I, 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 I was like, whoa. <laughs> you read your own Reddit comments. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard when they were pitching this movie, they had a lot of trouble like talking to producers because a lot of producers would read this and be like, kids don't talk like this do they <laughs> and i heard they kind of wrote it out as kind of like surfer bros who have an amazing lexicon and then keanu reeves and alex winter just colored it in even more nice and then they said after the fact they got letters from teachers being like my kids now talk like this because of your fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> which i think is just excellent like uh it's it's just it has that much influence man um denali do you remember the intro to this movie like not from this most recent viewing, but like when you watched the f- opening credits of this movie, did did you remember that? The giant ring pop, like falling with the new yeah. wave song for five minutes. I did not remember that at all. I, I didn't remember that at all. And I was like, are we what actually the watching the new movie? I have not seen this Bill and Ted footage. And so that was actually a cool treat. And it was practical, too. That was a cool thing. Yeah, with the music. So yeah. was it, sorry, was this, this first scene a part of the remastered edition? Or just I think it was or just no clue. Okay. I think the rest of the movie is so like big and colorful that this like this random yeah. scene where it's like five minutes of this ring pop falling to the ground and Rufus or whatever comes out. I think that was just like we don't remember it. Uh, this, even Amber was like, "What the fuck is this?" Also, this is the ultimate. Uh, if it's on, I'll watch it. Movie. So like, oh, I saw it, portions of it countless times uh, on TV growing up. So I probably didn't watch the intro each time you know i probably i've only seen the very very beginning with actual actors you know two or three times yeah i actually didn't know the setup for years because i only watched on like fx like every time and i actually never knew how they got the time machine i only knew Mm. from like halfway onward for years and years and finally i saw the intro i think i've only seen the intro like three times ever Mm. uh which is wild but yeah i heard this was started out as like a a stand-up routine between uh the the two writers where like these two these two dudes, Bill and Ted, would just kind of like explain things inaccurately. But in like I don't know if you guys saw this in like an IMDb, but like the original script, they, you know, they have the time traveling um, van, but they end up in like Nazi Germany in the original script, and they bring Adolf Hitler back to San Dimas what? in the present, while they continue to collect historical figures. And instead of Napoleon, it's Hitler like running around San Dimas. And then like the writer was like. Yeah, this this was clearly became problematic. Uh, it was switched out for Napoleon in the final script. So even in the eighties, they were like, "Oh fuck, maybe we should." Um, but then they also got like Julius Caesar, and then uh, there's a scene where they befriend a caveman uh, by uh, helping him invent fire so they can light up a joint. So that's what we missed Damn. out on in the final product. Well, sort of. So this is something a detail I caught this time is that when they're stuck in a million BC or whatever. And they have uh, everybody chewing the gum to fix the antenna. Yeah. The cavemen that walk up at the very end are chewing gum. Bubble gum. Yeah, they have bubble gum in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. And I never like, put two and two together. I mean, they've been hanging out with Bill and Ted the whole time. That's, yeah, I thought that was so, like, those, that physical comedy of those cavemen in that scene, too, was just, yeah, the, so <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, me and Ryan kind of talked about our first impressions. Like, Jace, what was your 
I'm curious to hear your impression just as a grown adult watching this for the first time. I'm glad that I just just got hit with it now. Yeah. At 28. I'm amazed that I am mad that that I made it this far without seeing this movie, knowing how much people like it. Yeah. And I think any time I heard, oh yeah, Bill and Ted that I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, right, good right. movie. You know? I thought it was like like a normal comedy. Yeah, sometimes you have those. And then last night my god now what one thing that recently happened is i got two bookshelf speakers and they're on the side of my team my my movie experience just went through the roof listening to this with what sounds like movie theater quality audio i'm just blown away i was like the whole time i'm watching i'm like yeah And it like, oh shit, DMT. Um, it it feels like it feels close to home, just because it feels like our friend group when we were in high school in Alaska was like a lot of musicians, and we acted dumb like this. So it's like the perfect nostalgia piece for being like, (laughs) yeah, the whole air guitar thing. I think I've done that my whole life, and I still whip out the air guitar when I (laughs) when I think something sweet. Yeah. And like, um, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, Dan. no, go ahead. And that's something, too, is like there's so many creative points in this movie that uh, things like when they play air guitar, guitar actually plays over the, you know, over the speakers and stuff. Uh, stuff like that is so hilarious and innovative that yeah. I have no clue. You kind of explained a little bit, but I have no clue how you come up with this movie from scratch. Right, it's like fucking wild, and have it be, and have it bang, like, <laughs> like there's almost no jokes. There's maybe one, you know, right. joke that didn't age well, but this this shit slaps, and I don't know how, or even if they even realize that what they had here, like the lightning in the bottle that they had, and there's also it's not just they're making dumb jokes for stoners like Bill and Ted, they're making jokes for adults. And there, there's stuff that I've seen now that I didn't understand when I was watching it for the first few times. And uh, the Freud think, jokes. Yeah, the Freud jokes. <laughs> uh, the Oedipal complex was so yeah. good. And then when he said uh, he called the first time that Ted said Socrates, he said he called him Socratic method. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because, I mean, in law school, they talk, they say that word every day. Yeah. So uh, that was a joke like aimed right at me. And the Esquire thing, too. Like, I didn't know what Esquire meant. Right. And I didn't either. Until I got to law school. And now I'm an Esquire, like watching this movie. So it's pretty darn funny, like <laughs> to hear Bill call himself Esquire. Like you, Bill, you, you should not be doing that. Like. <laughs> And then Ted's middle, because Ted Theodore Logan, I think that's just his first name again, right? Isn't he just yeah. Theodore? It's like his nickname, which I think is uh, so great. Another funny thing that I wrote down is um, when they put on, they got the swords. Ted said, I'm Darth Ted. And uh, Bill said, I'm Luke Bill. <laughs> instead of instead of saying Bill Skywalker. He said, I'm Luke Bill. I didn't get that. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, I feel like... like when you're making this, you have to be like, you have to be thinking two things. Like, one, this is the worst thing that's ever been made. Or like, this shit is going to slap in 40 years. 
there's so many little jokes in this movie which i think rewards rewatches exactly and rewatching this i realize how there's it's so quotable i mean aside from the big ones like you know excellent and, and party on and things like that but there's just like all these little lines like you know um you know, when they're sitting on the side of the sidewalk and then he asks a random lady he's like excuse me when did the mongols rule china i, I just like, work just here like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and she's not even like i, I don't know the answer she's like uh, i just work here and the emphasis is on work like if she had if she shopped there would she know the answer and then they say like let's go to thrifty mart <laughs> or strange things are afoot at the circle k i've heard that That's, for years without remembering yeah. where we say that all me and julie say that all the time so there's just I feel like you can dissect any scene and find a meme or like a quotable you know aspect about this there, movie. It's, it's literally there's a meme from this movie. Yeah, there's the there's the whoa Keanu meme yeah. and there's the confused Keanu meme, which I think were two separate ones because the whoa one was when he gets out of the Freud chair and he's like, whoa. And yeah. then the 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 other one is when he's at the, the medieval one. Um, but where where this kind of leads me is is I've I've had this um, question for years. I, I don't know the answer. I'm curious if you guys do. But you guys, I'm sure, have seen the other cult film of this, a similar era, Wayne's World, where they say yeah. they use a very similar catchphrase. You know, they say, you know, party time, excellent. And then they do the air guitar. Like, was this this was the one who did it first, right? I mean, surely they were parodying this movie in the SNL. Like, do you guys know? I think it's the same sort of vibe. Um is I have no part idea. of the thing is that they say excellent. I mean, it's a great. I fucking love that movie. But I remember seeing Wayne's World first, and then going Wayne's back World and watching this, and being like, what the "Evolved fuck? my segment uh, starting in 1987." Oh, okay. that doesn't help. Yeah, because this movie was in '88. But Wayne's World, the movie, came out in 1992. <gasps> Could this have just been a like too organic? Was a divergent or convergent evolution? Uh, where they're just taking co-opting terms that were common for bros at the time, maybe. Yeah. It's like how all things turn back into crabs. Yes. Actually, Ted, <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> Crab theory applies to almost everything. So once again, relevant. But yeah, I feel like this movie, aside from all of the, you know, the gags and stuff, it's just there's so many great vibes in this movie. Like the the late 80s vibe, their outfits. Uh, it's so unironically 80s. I'm so used to seeing things that are reminiscent of the 80s, like Stranger Things and things like that. But to see something that's actually of the era where they're in an 80s mall and in the mall, yeah, and shit like that. Um, that was a really entertaining part. And it, it's weird to me that they were filming of that time. They were not parodying anything. It was a bit of a real culture. Every time when OK, as soon as they bring all these people from the past to the future, Every time. And Denali, you might have heard it from somewhere, but I think you're the first person to say this to me. That was like a Dorito nacho. A single Dorito nacho is more <laughs> right. flavor than anyone before 1600 could even imagine. And yeah. I think I said that at some point, like right away when somebody came to the present and they ate like Napoleon when he ate the ice cream or something. Oh and then God. we're yeah. in the food court and Freud has a corn dog. Surely he's had a corn dog at some point. Um, but <laughs> oh no, dude. dude when, he's, not that from, he's not from that long ago. That's kind of true. Yeah. What? Austria They're not deep frying shit in Austria. They ate a lot of schnitzel though and like and sausages. Oh, you might they, just you might have totally destroyed me. Shit. They I, might, I, dude, I'm I'm willing to bet corn dogs are like fifty percent invented in like Austria. I think it's I think a hot dog is like the predecessor to corn dog 
Mm-hmm. When were corn dogs invented? Okay, and Freud was around from 1856 to 1939. I don't want to belabor this. Wow, he was. Yeah, that's pretty recent. Mm. Okay, you might have me. several sources say that Carl and Neil Fletcher were the official inventors of corn dogs at this Texas State Fair of 1942. Technically, it is after Freud died. Damn it! He might have had a breaded sausage, but it's definitely not a corn dog. Yeah, I don't you think you would have Googled did Sigmund Freud have a corn dog. You're right. And me, someone on Yahoo Answers would probably have already asked that. <laughs> well, you see. responses on Quora, yeah. So the point being, Yuri and I looked at each other during the film at the exact moment Joan of Arc goes into the Jazzercise Center and Yuri looks at me and she says, That's the nicest pair of boobs that Joan of Arc has ever seen. <laughs> and I was like that is most definitely the most attractive person she's ever seen. <laughs> it was pretty cool of that history professor to give them that deal where he was like, you guys are about to fail history. You guys could just do well on this exam and you guys won't fail. Well, it's like an end of year. Show me what you learned throughout the year thing. So if they like buckled down and showed that they actually learned something in the class, then yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Like he cares more about them learning than them doing their homework. I had that in college at least a few times where if you did really well on the final, one of your test scores could be like made the same as your final exam score. So, yeah, mm. like he's a pretty good teacher. I mean, he pulled them aside and he was like, hey, guys, you know, just if you do well on this, you know, I think you'll be good to go and even gave him a chance and then allowed them to have like an eight hour presentation with multiple character actors. <laughs> pretty cool. One guy shot a fucking gun into Dark. the audience. Okay, and they didn't evacuate. <laughs> 80s America, man. They didn't evacuate. He had a gun. Oh, no. But I think one of the joys of watching this movie was when he was was seeing like the weirdly good sets when they go to each oh, location. Oh, that sex. Yeah, and, and like weirdly the, good. Uh... <laughs> weirdly good. Most weirdly good, dude. Like in the Western scenes, like it looked so legit and seeing that I thought about this. I thought about the same thing. Like they up and dropped all of the set work they had done for the rest of this movie and then went and like had this Wild West scene done. Yeah, it was pretty expansive. And just their line of just like, just act natural, man. We'll just blend in. And they're just walking through this cowboy bar. (laughs) That was just that was pure gold. just and even like the medieval sets too and and like they had a whole french war scene with hundreds of extras for like a throwaway you know throwaway background shot right i mean so much love was was put in this movie i feel like they did not have to do any of that stuff i totally agree and like that's maybe what it is is that even when the jokes or joke doesn't land uh you can still tell that they're out there having a good time trying to make you laugh. And like yeah. not only the writers and everybody like that, but the people who make the sets, like you said, and Keanu and Alex Winter are are really trying to do their best here. They're they're lapping it up. Oh, totally. I think they're the heart of this movie. They they brought like this genuine kind of uh, I don't know what, what what the word is. It's it's like the you exact don't think- opposite of what Matthew McConaughey has with every one of his co-stars it's it's yeah it's it's like this is chemistry but it's also it doesn't seem smug like they're cool guys but not in a way where you think like right and like you know because they're idiots like right so like you can be cool and be dumb but like when you're cool and smart and like successful then you start getting like jock territory and you have to have some negatives 
Right. But like these guys literally uh, this my one of my favorite exchanges in the whole movie is uh, Bill says, we're late. <laughs> Ted says, for what? And then Bill goes, school, dude. <laughs> he forgets about school. And like that is a joke in itself. And uh, I think the little nuggets like that that make the characters well-rounded they're extremely one dimensional and also extremely well-rounded at the same time. Like it's yeah. it, they're complete. It's just that they're simple characters. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I could, I could watch that shit all day. I also, it's, it's kind of goes without saying, I think the historical figures, they're definitely underwritten on purpose. They're kind of caricatures. Um, but I would love like a real attempt at watching like a fish fish out of water, like longer scenes of them just trying to interact with their environment. Like you said, with with Freud and and, uh, and Socrates, when they're just at the corn dog bar, like I want to mm-hmm. just pick their brain on what the fuck they're thinking, man. Like that's oh, right. And that's that's the that's the genius of the movie, because the assignment was what would they think of <laughs> modern San Dimas? That was the assignment that Bill oh, yeah. and Ted had to present for their history yeah. report. And so you just tapped into the exact thing that the movie is trying to get you to tap into because the movie is showing you what they would think of San Dimas, not just the report, but the movie itself. Yo, why were they so cooperative, though, dude? Like if future dudes fucking kidnapped me because it shows that Bill and Ted is so they're so likable. That's the character point. They don't like Socrates doesn't speak English, man. He only speaks Greek. They don't speak corn dog. He's but they were seen a light bulb. But Bill and Ted respect these people. I mean, they don't know. That, don't they don't know. They don't know the proper words. But they me. they call everybody, you know, yeah. Mister the Kid, uh, yeah. Miss of Arc. Like they really ex- like respect these people. Like I know Freud did a lot of cocaine, but if a oh, cowboy boy. comes out of a phone booth and ropes me and drags me in, and I'm go through a fucking wormhole. Probably not the first time that day. <laughs> You're ignoring so the fact yeah. that every single outfit in the 80s was most radical and super sexy. So all of these characters, as soon as they got here, were like, it's cool. Because they were so horny? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of which, like Genghis Khan, he, Genghis Khan, who, who's, I think, bordering a little bit on racial stereotype, but he... he sort of. uh, I mean, Genghis Khan is literally from the 1200s. But yeah, and but you know, making the Asian not, dude do martial arts in the sporting goods store is I the. I totally agree, <laughs> but it's not like they kidnapped somebody from like Mongolia in 1900 or something. Yeah, it's it's not the most. Hein- but anyways, I, I digress. You, you, uh, said, you were about to say heinous, like. Yeah, it's not the most, most heinous, heinous bro. <laughs> you almost said most heinous in an unironical fashion. It's I'm I'm like absorbing by osmosis. This is what it does to you. But like this, he took it surprisingly well in a way that I don't think someone from the 1200s would. Where well, you just chicken bone. Yeah, I mean, he just fucking walked around and was going like picking up a baseball bat and went ice skating. And then when they when they captured Napoleon, they're like, oh, yeah, just take him to a movie or something as if that wouldn't just give him a stroke. Like, God, <laughs> Denali, do you remember my text message? Uh, wait, which which one? OK, I sent a message to the group in the middle of. Of this movie. You also called me in the middle of the movie, too. <laughs> I called a lot of people that yeah. night. I said yeah, a, a cryptic phrase, and then I yeah. hung up right away. Um, I think I said something along the lines of, it's kind of ironic that... 
the only person that got brought back to the uh, back to our time the only oh, yeah. one who didn't get arrested was the one showing his I don't know what you're talking about. Napoleon and his white ass undies going down the water slide where I could literally see his butt cheeks. It is actually a, a listed goof on IMDb. When Napoleon goes to the water park, he is wearing modern underwear underneath his bathing suit. Well, I oh. think that's because how do you get the bathing suit? If you can solve the bathing suit problem, you can solve the underwear problem. Someone gave him underwear. Well, he you wasn't know, really he was wearing. Uh, he shit. wasn't really wearing a, a bathing suit. He was wearing. Wasn't a, it a bathing suit? A white. Suit okay, but then was it a, why does he have modern underwear underneath his his like Napoleon outfit? So that's what I'm saying. He shouldn't yeah. have the modern underwear on underneath, it's which means he's a bathing suit problem. And you can children. solve the underwear problem. It's the same. It's the same category of problem. I thought it was just white underwear that you would wear from like the back then. I, I don't think they wear underwear like that back then. I've seen, saying, like, I've seen some underwear yeah. stylized that way in old under, movies. I don't understand. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. I don't understand what the problem is. Why is he wearing modern underwear underneath his undergarments? Okay, we, this we, is, that's the goof. They had to do okay. it for the movie because you could see through the thing he was wearing. I just want Ryan to admit this was a goof in the movie. No. You, well, you think it's not a goof. You think it's intentional that he's wearing modern underwear. He's wearing a modern bathing suit. He's not wearing it's a modern okay. bathing suit. It's not. I'm gonna look up Napoleon bathing suit real quick. That's you're gonna need more some more more search terms. Bathing suit, water park. Put Bill and Ted in there, please. Napoleon underwear. Okay, I'm looking at his bathing suit. He's got like the French. He's got like a French thing on it. Yeah, he's got like a French ribbon on his 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 bathing. Suit. It's I think just that's like, like a white cloth. cloth. It's it's like uh, looks yeah. looks how, like. Okay, if you, if you're okay with him procuring. Yeah. The bathing, the whatever he, the, the wardrobe that he has on when he's at the water park. I don't think he procured it. I think he stripped down. I think it's what he was wearing underneath his yeah. military garb is what we're saying. Where did he get the underwear if everything else he's wearing is from his time? Okay, you're saying the word underwear and talking about the whole thing he's wearing? No, no, his, his, his fucking Hanes underwear, like his whitey tighties. Oh, we're talking about two different things. I'm just saying the uh, yeah. the the one piece white piece yeah, of yes. cloth he's wearing that went under. Okay, so you two are talking about just the Hanes undies thing. Well, Jace, yes. I, I I thought that the the one piece thing he's wearing, I thought that was something he must have gotten. He must have like went into the store and stole or was given or bought or something. Because oh, he I also did. has like a cap, doesn't he? I he think did, he stole the cap. He did. Yeah, he did have that. But his undergarments, I think, are from his time. Now that I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> so are we agreed that that this was a heinous mistake? Maybe he, maybe some confirmed that is that is wang song. Okay, so okay, here let me let me just right. Said, you are confirming that you believe that is what underwear looked like around Napoleon's time. Uh, I'm being told. So I'm Under still just on the boat that the man who showed his <laughs> to a bunch of. At a water park, should have been arrested. Yes, okay, fine, fuck. And the guy and Beethoven, who just put on a sick fucking concert for yeah, everybody in that arrested? mall, they were like, they're like, you're too rad, we've got to yeah. arrest you. The manager of that store was loving it. Bullshit. Freaking party pooper. I don't know why, yeah, Beethoven shouldn't have been arrested. Uh, I mean, I could see Joan of Arc, yeah, she was intruding on a jazzercise sesh. Uh, oh, Joan of Arc committed assault, yeah. Yeah. Aristotle and Freud, they're kind of like they're kind of being a little creepy, I think. But old not dudes like, hitting on young women. Yeah. Arrested. 
<laughs> oh no, it was it was Billy the Kid and 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 uh, not and so, <laughs> Socrates. Sorry, Aristotle. What the fuck was Freud doing? He came in with the corn dog. Oh, he came with the corn dog. That's right. But yeah, the most the highest rated goof in IMDb. And I quote. During the water slide sequence, Napoleon appears to be wearing modern underwear underneath his historical undergarments. Oh, okay. Under okay. I was like, that, that's I didn't realize that the the thing the wardrobe he was wearing was from the old French times. I thought it was from the 1980s. Okay. So we are agreed in our, our terms for undergarments and underwear, and that Napoleon stole underwear. Modern underwear to slide yeah. underneath its undergarments because at some also point. Was a modern shower cap. <laughs> and he I probably think, would have been pooping himself from all that ice cream. Okay, almost certainly, almost because they don't they don't drink they don't eat that much ice cream. Yeah. And you know, I think someone at the water park told him to put some underwear on because you know you could probably see through the white see undergarments. The sausage, yeah. And then yeah, you can see his beans and weens like Jay said. But and, it was the '80s, so they were okay with it for a bit, and then they told him well, to put they, the underwear on, and then he did yeah. it, and then it was okay. Okay. Mm. I mean, so, think about it now, like even now, I guess the kind of de facto is you don't wear underwear underneath your bathing suit. Okay, just quick poll, quick poll. Do you guys wear underwear underneath your bathing suits? No. Leave your is... comment in the Apple Music. Are you, are you, are you Wait, pulling what? us? <laughs> oh, we're Please pulling. do not make a public comment on our page about Make a public you... comment oh, about Ryan, whether or not you wear. To... <laughs> um... Right, I didn't. I wasn't asking you. To, why did you say that? I guess we're gonna have to air that. That's my point. Okay, mesh underlay liner bathing suit. liner only. Mesh liner. Oh, mine don't even have a fucking liner. You don't. You go linerless and then no undies. Yeah, I'm one layer of cloth away from you. Yeah, nice. Board shorts? Are you wearing board short? Yeah, board shorts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Chubby's All my just have a have, have the mesh. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I just I don't want like a I don't want to belabor this, but I don't want like an eel to like, you know, go up my leg and then you have like just free reign. I just the want like, eel? a mesh in between. Dude, an eel can get through a mesh like no problem. Uh, it's it's it'll slow How it the down. Eel get there. But it, do you it, think it, about all the yeah. physical obstacles that the eel had to get through to get to that water part? Water, my flailing and um, I guess my shorts. If anything, my, mesh, you too. not wearing a oh wait, Yeah. Ryan's I mean, in trouble because he's not wearing a liner, so I'm it looks like another eel in there. <laughs> and then that means if the oil gets the eel gets into his underwear, mm-hmm. it, the cave's already taken. <laughs> oh, you already you already taken this? I thought this was an open cave. Uh, I was thinking about designing board shorts with drawstrings on his legs. It's uh, eel-proof shorts that you can kind of draw tight when you're Ooh. getting into eel territory. Keep them from from flying up there. I went to a water park at Six yeah. Flags this last summer. Okay. One cases were very low. And I just remember being like, yeah, the only other adults here are like chaperoning young children oh, or God. are creepy. Right. And so me and Julie and her brother were like the oldest, oh, no. I don't know, normal looking like people who are here for the water slides. That's tough, dude. Like, that's why they have adult swim, right? Like, you know that where the concept yeah. obviously came from. Well, in uh, in college, the Adult Swim was nudie hours at the at the pool. Right. I mean, they should have an adult water park where they serve drinks. No, they shouldn't do that because someone's gonna slip and fucking crack their head open. They uh, should definitely point. do it. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a cruise ship. Basically. Oh, that you need to have a lot <laughs> of water cycling yeah. in every single one of your attractions because if you start giving out adults alcohol. Yeah. 
at a water park, they're letting loose in the pool, all of them, even if they say they're not. They're like, I wouldn't pee in here. And then they're like four beers deep and they're like, basically a cruise ship, dude. Yeah. I think water park is all piss. I mean, wasn't there a South Park episode where they're like, if one more kid pisses in the water park, it'll, it'll, it'll reach the inflection zone where it'll become all piss and no water. Shit, you're uh, right. But we digress. Uh, this movie so we're wait what are we digressing we're we're, we're done talking about Napoleon's wiener okay I don't I don't wear underwear with 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 the swim trunks oh if you, when you said let's move on you went back to the same point we were on I know, I'm just saying that as like a final statement and then we can move on now and now it's out it's out there okay all right you guys know Keanu uh, is like five years older than Rufus was in this movie wow what Keanu is like 40 years younger than George Carlin. He's 57, right? And I believe Rufus... Or, uh, he's George 57 Carlin, now. He's 57 now. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I was confused about what your, about what well, your who statement knows, was. Who knows how old he was then? I mean, there's theories that he's born in Victorian times. But, you know, he's, he's, he's 57 of the current canon right now. And George Carlin was 52. In, uh, so, in, uh, as, right as, now in 2022, Keanu Reeves yes. is older than George Carlin was when they made the original Bill and Ted. Um, technically, yes. So, right yeah. now would be a perfect time to make mm-hmm. a new movie with Keanu yes. Reeves as Rufus and two college-aged people yeah. for a new what movie. What you're saying is, Good Boys Gone Back in Time. All oh, cast oh. three. Bill and Ted and Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. They did have a third dude from medieval times originally in the original script. And he was just like a medieval like uh like servant guy or a peasant. Peasant. And yeah. he like hung out medieval with them and they had, had a whole they had a whole thing written for him. Because originally the ending was a big musical number. And they said they spent like days rehearsing the dance and singing dancing numbers and like the surf the medieval surf guy had like a whole thing. And then they're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> never seen in Hollywood again. Either. Yeah. Do you get paid for that? Or they're like, dude, we can't. We don't want it. Uh, no. Sorry. Uh, do you guys have a uh, like, you know, this is like a common icebreaker question where they're like, what historical figure would you have dinner with? Like, oh, who would you totally. guys, who would you guys hang out with? You know, like outside. I fucking I guess, hate that question. It's like, who would I, you guys hang out with of the Bill and Ted, the dudes they grabbed? Which one would you guys... Oh, uh, out of them. Yeah, like just Billy for a the day. Kid. Dude, Billy the Kid was a bro. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was cool. And he has he, a gun. He zero questions, and immediately he was like, okay, how can I help? He was so on board, and I, I guess because they, they saved his life. They showed more of the moment with him, because they got him out of a situation. He was like, yo, you guys are ride or die. I'm going to fucking do anything with you dudes. And Socrates, too, like, totally was cool with being like an executioner and doing that whole bit <laughs> and, and, like jumping on these moving cards and stuff. I really like Socrates. Yeah, he was he was interesting because I mean, I guess he's a philosopher. He's his mind's more open, maybe because yeah. otherwise that's a lot of trauma. Just being ch- like in a cart chase, arrows are being shot at you. Yeah. And then like, I think Joan of Arc, too. She was so young, I think uh, yeah. way younger than everybody else. And well, Billy Kid was young, too, but like to talk to her and she's such like a kind of like an icon yeah to see if she was actually like super super mature for her age or she was just like a normal 17 year old yeah that is interesting because i mean she oh she was like fighting in battles and shit i mean what if you talked to socrates and then you know he just like 
Okay. Snow crates, excuse me. Mm, thank you. Uh, Sorry. It, I don't know. I mean, is, 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 does he just like, you know, like fart for fun and laugh at it? I, mean, oh, I can't yeah. even just imagine, you know, but these were just regular ass people. There's like an old philosopher or somebody from like, maybe it was from Rome. And I think one time Biogenes. somebody told a joke where he like laughed so hard he died. It's not <laughs> like a don- <laughs> it's not like a donkey or something. They love that stuff, dude. They're really rancid. Well, dude, think about like you know when you watch old movies from the fifties, people slip on a banana peel and they laugh their asses off. Can you imagine? Dude, we would kill it. People be dying ago. everywhere. They fucking hey. expose to modern content. Hey guys, smell the dust in this wind. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, dude! The entire village gone. I think evaporated. From I think an interesting question would be: Which time period yeah. would you guys, if you had to be sent back to one, oh, which God. one would you be sent back to? Shit, they're all so bad. I think yeah, Vienna. We literally like, yeah. I think you're gonna find trouble communicating Austria. with any of these time periods except <laughs> Billy the Kids. Billy the Kid, uh, Sigmund Freud. And uh, Beethoven, I think, are all right there. Closer to the our, our period. I mean, uh, Napoleon. Yeah, but I don't want to be like, hanging out with Napoleon. He's in wars and shit. Right, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a fucking dictator. Uh, well, yeah, I think uh, Billy the Kid would be cool. Abraham Lincoln, you know? Oh, hey, Lincoln. That dude wrestles, man. You, you, you know, you hear about his, like, wrestling stories. Abe Lincoln doesn't count. It's just America. Yeah. I mean, they probably talk different. He's the same same era as Billy the Kid. I think that was kind of bullshit. They kind of double dipped yeah. mid eighteen hundreds. Well, American West fucking spread it out a little bit. Shit. Yeah, that was fun, guys. <laughs> that was a fun exercise. <laughs> I'd hang out with Abe Lincoln. All right, I'd do a full day. Get grab a couple beers if he drinks them, and we'll just talk about shit. I'll show him. You know, I want to show him the movie Lincoln with Daniel Day Lewis and just get his take. I'd show him Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Think about, you've never seen a movie, first of all, right? And then you see this, you, you haven't finished your term as president, it's been like two years, you're kind of like insecure about it, you're like, oh, am I doing a good job? And you see this, <laughs> this art piece from 150 years in the future. <laughs> Do you think, are, are you going to tell him? About the vampires? Oh. oh, oh, no, do no way. Hamlet? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, he would, he would, like, quit his job and, like, move. I mean, oh, shit. It's, we're in a weird ethics scenario, right? Because Bill and Ted didn't tell them anything. They didn't tell them anything. And it's kind of, we see the time loop, how it works. Like, you can tell yourself yeah. something in the, your current present. Yeah. Um, so you when Socrates it. went back in time, you know, did, he really didn't take advantage of that. Socrates was, I mean, Socrates was executed. Um, they're pretty much Bart- everybody in this was executed killed yeah. summarily hmm. jesus billy the kid yeah. uh a freaking joan of arc uh socrates abraham lincoln i think Genghis Khan might have died he, he died of natural causes uh, <laughs> which is surprising what i would have expected by the of way all of them <laughs> yeah. yeah they yeah. all got back to their own respective time periods They're like guys awesome. guys guys and everyone's like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on we got we got to go to the theater um <laughs> Oh, no. Socrates, we finally caught you. <laughs> no. Like, what the fuck, Bill and Ted? Tell them. Like, I... shit. Hey, we you... have to put you back, but you're going to die the night you we leave you. Well, that's you... something, too. Like, they could have even addressed that in the movie. Yeah. Like, you remember, we can't tell them. And then, like, there yeah, would have been really, like, wrong. a heartwarming goodbye. Like, they didn't even they know. Would've... If there was a goodbye scene, 
imagine if there was a scene where they said goodbye to everybody and sent them back in time and Bill and Ted are like, oh, it's great. See you. You know what my headcanon is? It's that they they fake their deaths and they come and hang out with Bill. Yeah. And let them live, live their lives out in San Dimas. And like, because, uh, you know, they kind of zoom in on Joan of Arc stuff in the church after she gets zapped out mm-hmm. as if like it was left there. And maybe the medieval people are like, oh, she died. Can't find her. Oh. oh, and then they have to come up with like an explanation. Yeah, like the state, because they're like, oh, and then they're like, oh we, we totally killed. We yeah. totally killed Socrates. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe they sp- that's what I would do. I would just fake their deaths and then just be like, yo, you guys are going to like get executed in like a year anyways. You guys just want to hang here. You guys already like it. So hang out 700 years in the future. Like, I, I think I'd take that deal. If they fucking gave me that news. Yeah. Yeah, I think anybody would. Plus modern medicine. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be tough. The social adjustment, right? You know, it's probably more socially progressive than it was. in Genghis Khan's going back. Genghis he's Khan's like, going back. He's like, he's, he's, he's like, no, no. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I was the king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I had the greatest deal of all of you. There's a party going on that I got to get back to. <laughs> I destroyed literally all of my enemies. Genghis Khan was a terrible person, but it, yeah. he did have the, from his perspective, the best deal, I think, out of all of them. Uh, you guys want to get into your reviews for this movie? Yeah, I don't know what to say, though. I don't know what to say either. I'm kind of... The Keonometer. Let's, let's start off easy. Give our, our Keonometer um, Am I first? Right, I think you are. You know, there's no reason not to rate Keanu's performance in this movie. And this is, once again, our, our fans know this is separate from the movie rating that we're going to go through afterwards. But like, we're just going to rate Keanu on Keanometer. Yeah, 10 out of 10, dude. This is Woo! Keanu. This is it. Like, there's nothing about the, the phrase when you think of like someone doing a Keanu impression. They're doing his impression <laughs> of Bill or of Ted. So like the... This is what the meter is measuring. It's measuring how close his other performances come to Ted. So uh, I got to go with a 10. I loved every second of it. Ate it up. He is having a lot of fun. And it's kind of funny that he's the dumber character, right? Like Bill is apparently like the genius of the two. It's kind of like a dumb and dumber situation. <laughs> uh, I didn't really expect to have that perspective when I went back and watched it. But yeah, it's good. Good shit. 10. All right. I am in most agreement with you, Ryan. Keanu was most tenacious in this film. That's good. I. Yeah. That's it. No, it was a ten. It was it's a, a ten. <laughs> it was a ten. <laughs> uh, well, well, guys, I, I think we're gonna have to give this one the Omnitrix, uh, which is which is the the ten 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 across the board because yeah dude like what ryan said i mean people do this impression when they're doing keanu like this is peak keanu this is also his breakout role this is where he was coming off of like the coca-cola commercials and like made for tv movies um and we really get him at his best here this is what made all of those casting directors go oh shit this guy's got some magic here i really liked his interplay with alex winter um, I read that they became real friends during like the filming and the casting process. The chemistry was real every time he was on screen. Like, you know, it's such like a, a wet character. Like it's it's so much it, it's so distinctive. I was surprised I never got tired of it, um, which I think totally. is a testament to the performance and how he delivered everything. 
I think I laughed every time like he said something. Um, his delivery of every line was perfection. And then also just like the facial expressions of both Bill and Ted. Uh, when when something happens, like the confused looks or the looks of concern, it was just perfect. I think it's like one of the best facial acting I think we've seen. Uh, so, yeah, this is an easy 10, man. Like this is an iconic Keanu performance. Uh, you'd love to see it. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to be said about that. So I'll, I'll, I'll jump in the movie meter. And uh, this is a difficult I don't know yeah. my score. And so hopefully talking through my next few points, I'll kind of come up with a score. Uh, it's on the higher end, but it's not a perfect movie. Watching it, sure. I did find some editing choices really strange, and it seems maybe like some clips are accidentally out of order. I, so, or like maybe they shot something else. They're like, oh crap, we can use this one we shot later for filler. Well, it's because of the uh, time travel. The well, I understand the seems, premise. You know, it's a bootstrap theory. So yeah. Anyways, it's a lot of you got to have a high IQ to kind of understand it. Yeah, okay, 140 okay. plus, Ryan. Minimum. A minimum. Anyways, it. so my favorite parts were that like realizing that they're actually good friends, right? Like they are a duo. This movie is not just a slice of two people who have met each other recently and are kind of in a similar situation. and They're forced to band together. These are two guys who are like their entire existence is going to be ripped apart because Ted's going to be sent to Alaska of all places. And that, I don't know, that touched, I don't know, a string with me. And the, there's nothing wrong with any of the character development in this movie. There's nothing wrong with, well, there was one joke that didn't age well, but like the only parts that's going to go, I think, down a little bit are in like the technical aspects of this. It does exactly what it wants to do. This is the hilarious, not really stoner, but sort of stoner comedy. And now that I've seen it as an adult, I've talked about this a couple of times already, but my perspective is different. Now I'm sympathetic towards Bill and Ted as they're trying their best to pass it. They're trying, even before they get the time machine, they're trying to pass the history exam. And so you want them to win, like you're cheering for them. When I was watching this as a kid, I was like, oh, I want to be like them. Like, now, I don't want to be like them at all, but I'm like, I want to be like the teacher who is encouraging him, you know? And I want to be like the people who have faith in Bill and Ted. And because sometimes these dumb kids, you know, they can really try and they can really do well. And like, also, one of the funnier relationships I didn't pick up on so much until this viewing was the... Bill's stepmom was hilarious. Like she played it everything straight. She played it like she was a 50 something year old woman married to this curmudgeonly old man and has a son in high school. But that like the couple jokes where they do that aren't even like necessarily in your face. Oh, your stepmom's hot. Like watching the dad check her out and like watching pretty much everybody check her out was so funny but she did it really well and i i thought maybe that she m played into it more but she didn't play into it at all and i thought the straight man aspect of that was hilarious um i'm gonna go ahead and go with, with an eight Ooh. that that number is just sitting right with me mm -hmm. i don't know why i wish one thing is i say 90 minutes is the perfect movie length this movie is 89 minutes and 50 seconds long yeah so uh 
I would watch this if I was stuck watching this movie every day for the rest of my life. I think I would be happy. It's a good score. Face is thinking. This makes my brain numb and my heart heavy to think about. And I have to rate this movie on a scale with things like The Matrix and also The Matrix. And the other one. And sometimes, Jace, honestly, you're doing such a good job. I'm not sure whether you think of these jokes before you say them or just the, the fact that you're doing a Ted impression makes me realize that it's funny. He's being possessed by Ted right now. I think this is the best comedy we've watched in our four seasons. Easily. Um, I think it's like a, a behemoth in that realm. This is exactly the movie that I needed to watch to give me an even larger Keanu bump and just be very excited about this season. Uh, yo, we didn't really talk about the time travel a lot, like it being done well, but it was yeah, honestly pretty funny. I loved the, the ending sequence where they were giving themselves information and hiding items once they were done with the film, but they weren't showing it. They expect you to, you know, as an pick audience member it, yeah. to pick up on it. Um, the joke, like the, hey, give the princesses my love. What does that mean? <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I think everything in this movie was set perfectly uh, for me just to have maximum level enjoyment. No matter what I give the film, it's a 10 out of a 10, 10 out of 10 for me and how much I enjoy the film. It might be an 11 out of 10, but uh, there. I don't. I feel like maybe I shouldn't give it that. I had recent, re- previously talked about like trying to separate the movies in a season, you know, so that they're more. There's a ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And That's as hard. good as this movie is, I think you know the Matrix, the original Matrix, still kind of beats it out. So I'm gonna begrudgingly give it a nine. There's really. Yeah. I, I'd have to. I'd have to watch this again to give. I feel like I haven't given much in the way of actual commentary because the whole time <laughs> I was watching, it, I was just sitting in my chair like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to give it a ten if you want. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, you kind of have me sold a little bit. Like, why did I come up with eight and not nine? I don't have an answer. I don't. It just maybe feels like there's a movie slotting in there because maybe the sequel's a nine. Maybe that's my. Maybe. Defense. What if it is? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a ten out of the pure <laughs> double thumbs up, Rooney. Like, there, it's not a perfect movie. It's sure. not a perfect movie. It doesn't have but to be. To get this has got to be one of the most dang enjoyable films we've watched all time. Hands down. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, like me too. I am happy that you've been deprived of this for 27, 28 <laughs> years, so that you could see it now. Mm-hmm. This is your Doritos. It's pretty You're like special. the yeah. who hasn't had a Dorito before, mm-hmm. and you, you were just given a piece. And he gets one of those delicious Cool Ranch Doritos. And if I had to well, be... Well, uh, please, at, at least uh, nacho cheese or taco-flavored. Taco-flavored? He has original, original flavors taco, and they did a taco throwback for a while. It's, uh, that's my favorite flavor of Doritos. Huh. It's, I was, if I had to pick up a, a personality to hang out with, probably mm-hmm. Surfer Bro. Oh, totally. It's just so positive most righteous most righteous and jace the biggest endorsement i think you could have given for this movie in which you did uh is that you immediately watched your favorite movie afterwards because it, it yeah. got you in that mood <laughs> 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 <It's off> ages. 
and you're like i'm fucking watching rock of ages after watching this yeah to, to be to watch a movie and then be like in the mood for another movie like that's actually good because the first movie didn't wear you out at all mm-hmm. after watching holidays i was like i never want to watch, <laughs> watch a movie again <laughs> tear my eyeballs out i think i've watched enough movies yeah no i got a similar reaction um for this one yeah this one's tough because it's it's uh been around most of my life for me i, I think i've initially watched it uh, i think in middle school when it when it kind of came on um and i've been watching it regular regularly since then uh you know i have to separate nostalgia a little bit because i i re-watched it last night i i i found a surprising amount of it still holds up for me i i still laughed at all the gags um it was still super enjoyable there was so much positivity in it like, I feel like the foundation of the movie is obviously, you know, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters chemistry together. Everything they do is is so sincere and genuine that it's really you really just want to hang out with them. You want to be them. Um, I watched it alongside Amber, who's never seen this movie before either. Oh, despite nice. having a SoCal upbringing and being around people like this all the time. And then, uh, you know, seeing her reactions to the movie, too, was was really fun. And I realized how much of it is is just it's pure magic. You know, and, and with that said, like, I, I feel like this movie shouldn't have worked, but it somehow did. You're, you're putting in time travel elements. You're putting these paradoxical characters who are weirdly intellectual with the language they use and who are cool kids, but aren't total assholes. Like, I feel like they would have played up in the 80s. Um, and I think a large part of that is is owed to like the I guess the acting experience or like the acting skill of, of the leads and the writing. And with that said, I think there is some weaknesses in the movie. I think the weakest part of the movie is the historical characters. Um, I feel like they're really one dimensional. Like they kind of resemble like a high school history report in itself in some ways. Uh, kind of Abe Lincoln's character and, and Socrates. It, it, it's I felt like some of that was kind of like a little hokey. I did really enjoy all of Napoleon's scenes. I think that was just a, a lot of hilarious fish out of water comedy in there. Um, so I think it's it's not the worst. Of course, there's that one throwaway uh, line where they make a homophobic joke, which I think was what, what Ryan was referring to that kind of fell with a thud. You know, like a good edit, I think you could still salvage this movie. Most of the jokes landed for me. I think this is going to be an eight for me. Uh, with that said, like this is a classic comedy. I'd recommend this to everybody. If anyone hasn't seen The Light of Bill and Ted, uh just put it on man like this is the uh this is this is the light we need uh in in these times also the sequel is amazing i haven't seen bill ted face the music but now i want to fucking see it um and so yeah eight uh and uh san dimas high school football rules oh san dimas high school football rules yeah danelle you touched on something there where like they maybe the best way to explain that there's only one like really serious line in the entire movie or like where, where a character is like angry and means it and it's when they think or bill thinks ted was killed by the soldiers in the castle yeah and he's leaning over his body and he goes oh ted <laughs> and then a guy comes in with a sword and he says you killed ted you medieval dickweed <laughs> and, like, <laughs> you know that like man he cares about his friend he doesn't say like yeah you know, like, oh, no, I better run away or I can die. He's like, I'm going to fight you because you killed my best friend. Like, whether or not you also kill me, I'm going to fight you. Like, yeah. And I just felt that, oh, man, like these guys love each other. They're they're good friends. They're bros. Yeah. 
and they showed like this sense of vulnerability uh both to each other but also just in their interactions like keanu reeves or his uh Bill, ted's character you know he had the the dad who was kind of an asshole and he kind of flinches and you know he, he's kind of afraid of him and bill has the insecurity about his stepmom and his creepy dad like hitting on his stepmom and having those kinds of vulnerabilities in characters like this i think makes them so much more human and likable and makes them feel a little more real um and i think that's why people connected to them so much and makes you want to see the see more of them yeah plus it's like good terminator good ter- oh because of the time travel yeah yeah terminator as opposed Bad to terminator fuck like i wish and this is like i don't think i had this so much with like the maybe not so much with the ben affleck or matthew mcconaughey season but like i wish this season was 20 episodes so we can really go in like because mm-hmm. i want to see the next one i want to see bogus journey i want to see face the music i wish we could have just fucking reviewed all the matrix all movies. the matrix yeah so but the thing is is ben <laughs> ben and matt they wore out their welcome right around this point, <laughs> right. you know, four, five, six and seven. Those seasons were really hard. And then by the end, we're watching some ones where we're like, OK, let's watch a couple more good ones. And then by the end, we're like, oh, I like those guys. Right. Keanu is just banger after banger after banger after banger. We opened with a shitter. Yeah, we did. And the <laughs> fact that we kept we kept coming back. That's probably his worst movie. I hope so. And and speaking of which, I was I had a Screen Rant article open, uh, which was uh, every Keanu Reeves movie ranked worst to best. Mm. And I think 47 Ronin is only ranked like seventh worst, like because there's there's like uh, 58 movies here. The worst one is called Generation Um. And it's a it's a mumblecore movie with a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Where he plays an escort service driver wandering around New York, uh, documenting uh, their misadventures with these two runaways. I have to watch it. When was this movie made? He doesn't look that old in it. He has a beard and long hair like he does now, though. But they said it's a Richard. Is it a Richard Linklater movie? Put that movie mm. in 4K and I trust it. Make it any earlier than 2013. Not for me. Here, Generation. Yeah. And then, and then uh, of course, his best movie is, is here is, is, is Matrix. Um, but then there's a lot of like random ones in here where you, you kind of scroll through and they have just these wild ass premises. And there's movies where he plays villains. You know, there's one of them where he plays a, you know, like a racist hillbilly, which is Ooh. surprising. Whoa, that's He's weird. got range. He does got range. Uh, Much Do About Nothing. He plays Shakespeare. I think that's like his third Shakespeare movie he did. He looks great in that movie. Yeah, he does appear. Uh, but speaking of Keanu Reeves movies and his bangers, do we want to discuss what we're going to do next, next week? Yeah, we'll we have a minor do... discussion on the record and then we'll come back. Of course, yeah. We, we, so we'll, we'll play this... I have a story to tell okay. that the audience can listen to while we're discussing the uh, what we're going to do. And then by Wait, the time so my story doesn't over, work we'll in linear time, but, well, okay, but, okay. but we'll edit it so that the the story will take the place of us. No, 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 no it works. About. So it works. I'm just saying that now I have to yeah. not have to both, start agreeing on the movie. We have to listen to Ryan's story and then but start to listen to, you can for the audience. <laughs> The audience so will not know the the it's, it's about the report. It's about the final scene. OK. And like the idea that you someone touched on this where they said uh, they're like the last report and they make it go for like an hour and they trap all those kids there. Um, the, I know that exact feeling because in college, I think it was my senior year. So it was one of my last uh, like big classes, a 400 level class. And we had projects at the end of the term. We're in quarter, so this is not like right before graduation. 
uh, and somebody doesn't show up to their project time, you know, at the end of the, we're all just chilling around. I think the professor got like pizza or something. Someone doesn't show up. So we're about to leave like 20 minutes early, something like that. And we have one non-traditional student in the class and he's probably in his fifties or sixties. Oh, and, uh, he actually gets up and he's like, excuse me, you guys, I'm supposed to go next week. But uh, if you wouldn't mind, instead of leaving early, can I go right now? Oh, my God. And, and the professor, like, just when the professor says leave early, you're like, I'm leaving early, yeah. you know? And so we're, we kind of like humor him and we're kind of like, oh, and he kind of it, it's very clear that we're all groaning. Like oh that we do God. not want to room. Do well, right. And we're like, no, I don't want to do this fucking guy. And so he gets up in front of the class. He doesn't really have his production. He's like, I was going to finish my presentation, like my PowerPoint later this week. I don't have it. So I'll just do it all. I'll just speak the whole time. So it's like, it's not even like there's pictures we could look at. What? I, mean, that, I remember. I remember that's what I was thinking. Why was would like, the professor even? Al- okay. That's fine. Yeah. So. Literally, the first line after he explains, like, okay, hey, I just wanted you guys to thank you guys for letting me do this. And also thank you guys for this, like, class. I really like spending this term with you. I just found out that I'm dying. Oh, my God. And I have probably, like, six months to live. And I really, I really am thankful that I got to spend some of it with you. And now uh, I feel silly doing something <laughs> that's like inconsequential as working on a project, but I'm going to, you know, these things are important. So I'm going to just get, do my presentation now. And uh, yeah, so here's what it's about. <laughs> and he gave his presentation oh and God. like you could hear a pin drop for the entire. And it's not like he was up there telling jokes and yeah. like being a really like he just straight faced no powerpoint like this told us all this information and honestly like i do not know how to feel about this memory like i don't know whether i'm like i learned something from this or like i admire this guy yeah i don't know whether i feel bad for the way i like reacted before i knew that he was literally choosing to spend his limited time with me but also, like, it's su- it was such a weird sensation. Holy fuck. Yeah, holy fuck. And then the professor was like, you didn't have a PowerPoint. I have to give you an F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You failed. You'll have to retake next quarter. So, like, when, when Bill and Ted show up at the end and it's, like, actually a cool presentation, but people have to stay late, like, I know, I kind of know what they're feeling. Oh, at least I'll remember it. You know, at least I remember this. I think about this dude. You know, I think about this dude. This was six years ago. That's a pretty. That's a. That's heavy. that's a bomb to be dropped on you. We, and we didn't know. Yeah, like we like none of us knew, and we're hanging out with him. And he said like it was literally a few weeks before this presentation that he he found out. Oh yeah, so this dug up a memory. I haven't thought about that in a while, but but every now and then I'll think about it and be like, damn. I gotta, I gotta live like this guy. He's not out there like you know throwing parties and stuff. He's in a class. He still showed up to every single class. He's doing wow. what he wanted to do. I respect that. Yeah. Well, wherever he is, man, hats off to that guy, dude. Wow, shit. 
Well, you guys want to talk about the movie? Are you even okay? Are you okay? You look like that drained every last bit of, <laughs> of, of, of good vibes out of you. <laughs> this week, we're watching... Insert title here. <laughs> um, I want to watch his second worst movie. No, please. <laughs> I haven't seen Speed we yet. We should watch the, the Lake House. Do you want to do Lake House? To watch the Lake House now? Oh my fuck! Are you serious? Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's mid-season. We should we should watch Dracula. It's got Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman. I know. Fuck. Okay, so I'm gonna put Dracula on the maybes on the pivot yeah. position. You know what? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. what if we just throw up Dracula, the Lake House, and Speed on the Wheel of Chaos right now? Oh, we and chaos! we just. Wheel of Chaos, this Wheel of Chaos, this is why we invented it, man. It's for situations like this. Why don't we put up the definites on there? Or do you want to just let's let's do what Jay said? Yeah, let's just only let's keep it to three. So we're choosing between Dracula and the Lake House right now. <laughs> I've never been. This you know what? They're so similar. Wait, oh, can you put Johnny Mnemonic in there? No, 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 no. Well, no. Okay. No. This is hilarious. Dracula or the lake house are the two things Jace is putting on the picker wheel. I'm fine with either one. Dude. Fuck, are you serious? Okay, wait, what was the other one we were going to put? Okay, with speed. We can't brain. do speed. We're watching, so we're going to watch speed with it needs Joe. to be a, It needs to be a shitter. I know it's going to be a shitter, man. Fuck, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yes. Jace is spinning. Oh my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yes. uh, I love Gary Oldman. Yes. Dude, okay. this cast banks. I haven't seen Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, Cat Reeves. Oh, I'm uh, so glad because uh, disclosure, full disclosure, I've seen both the Korean and American versions of Lake House. I cried both times. All right. I can't do oh, that to my heart. I want to see it. For the TC season, we can do Interview with a Vampire. TC? Tom Cruise, baby. Oh, to, uh, yeah. Let's, tell, let's do a vampire one. Oh, okay, we picked season. a movie. We picked a movie. <laughs> we picked the movie. <laughs> vampire season would be sick, though. Let me just say that. I have that as one of my pitches, okay? Oh, I would get fake teeth and just we'd record all the episodes Dude, wearing fake teeth. Guy. We should record all of our episodes for that season with fake teeth in. Hey, guys. Good boy. I think we need to change the name. Good boys gone land. We're watching Van Helsing with Hugh Jackson. Why do they make these names so hard to pronounce? That's a really good bit, you guys. <laughs> oh, wait. Have you guys not used to talking like a vampire yet? Can I we, just got my fangs. Can we agree to do that? <laughs> I can't say the law toys. I can't touch my lips. <laughs> Maybe a pitch for uh, say the podcast five. Yeah, yeah. I'm psyched for the Dracula, dude. I wa I read like the um, graphic novelization or whatever, like the you know, like the official novel, not the graphic, but like the official novelization they do for movies, like what they do for Spider Man and like Fantastic Four. They did one for Dracula with like this Dracula. This Dracula had like images from this movie, and I read it in like uh, middle school. Wow. Directed yeah. by Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah, so this <gasps> is your first uh, Francis Ford movie, right? You haven't seen Godfather. I don't know who the fuck that is. What? Who is that? 
He's the guy who directed Godfather. The guy, yeah. He's like the most famous director ever. He's the father of Sofia Coppola. Also that. And he's also, Dude. I think, the uncle of Nicolas Cage. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dracula, you guys know the story, right? Uh, sexy vampire um, seduces. He's I banished think. to Scotland. Is that true? Is he, it was, I don't think it was Scotland. Yeah, he's banished to Scotland, and then he dies. And then his Spoiler. wife... Yeah, stop spoiling the movie for me, bro. Fuck, dude. Not everyone uh, knows the Dracula story. A young uh, barrister, Jonathan Harker, Keanu Reeves, is assigned to a gloomy village in the midst of Eastern Europe. He is captured and imprisoned by the undead vampire Dracula, who travels to London, inspired by a photograph of Harker's betrothed Mina Murray, played by Winona Ryder. In Britain, Dracula begins a reign of seduction. Terror. Ooh. Draining the life from Mina's closest friend, Lucy Winestenra. Ah. Win Westenra. Uh, and Lucy's friends gather together to drive Dracula away. It's and a gothic horror. the king of Scotland. The fourth tag on IMDb is monster sex. <laughs> First tag is Dracula, vampire, horror movie remake, and the fourth tag is monster Our sex sick. out of 400 tags. Monster sex. We hope you guys will join us for uh, the monster sex next season, next next episode, next week with Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Surely this is this is good. The reviews say it ain't, but you know we're gonna we're gonna think for ourselves. I've never seen this. Have you guys? Have you seen this? Quick take. Oh, most no. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for joining us. For a Bill and Ted episode, let us know what you think in the comments of our Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. You guys follow us, but if you don't, uh, Jace, you want to tell them uh, where, where to find us? You can find us in many places on the interwebs. In fact, if you Google search us, you'll find us on websites we didn't even put ourselves on. <laughs> it's amazing. It's awesome. We're trying to bump our listen score up. Anyway, check us out on Instagram. <laughs> At Good Boys Gone Bland. On Twitter. At GBGB Podcast. Is that, are there tweets good, going yeah. out? Are tweets being twoting? Tweets are being twoting. And finally, once again, send us your most excellent fanfics to GBGBpodcast at gmail.com. Any Ooh. fanfics. There's been a lot of fanfics about me and Ryan's tension. So just whatever you guys think is we the best. a lot of tension. Yeah, it's going to happen one of these days. Will they? I, who they? knows? Who knows? No spoilers. Um, and then uh, YouTube, I guess, and leave us a review. That's always a thing we like to say too. Leave us a review. Many of you we're guys hot, have, dude. You know, and Spotify. I think Spotify allows reviews now. So I think really? we're reviewless. So this is this is a big moment for us. We want to rise up in the rankings so we can uh, usurp the Joe Rogan podcast. So please, please yeah. do that. <laughs> Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> Most fuckalicious Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, not fuckalicious. You can't say it implies good. It implies good. What? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining us. And I, I was kind of thinking for like you know for 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 this season or for other ones, you know, we can say like we because people like to end like with as always. Maybe we can like say a quote from the movie, you know, like or pick like your your your. Oh yeah. Quote. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>